Welcome to Who Put This On, Season 4, Episode 22, where we watch Halloween Wars, Season 9, Episode 1. I'm Chris Lorenz. Robert Kitts. Brian Houston. Noah Singer. He did the Max. The, the Monster, Monster Max. Max. The Monster Max. Okay. Yeah, I was I was lost on that one, Max. <laughs> Thank you, Noah. <laughs> uh, all right, Rob, give us the show description for this one. Just when you thought it was safe to walk past that old house or take a shortcut through the cemetery comes this deliciously scary series, Halloween Wars. Five teams of cake decorators, candy makers, and amazing pumpkin carvers will unite to prove they're the best, walk home with a big cash prize, and scare our pants off with some of the most amazing horror tales, all made from cake, candy, and pumpkins. Grab onto someone you love and bring your appetite because the cold night of Halloween is about to get heated up. That's Halloween Wars <laughs> on the Food Network. You can't laugh during the description. <laughs> That's very serious. That description serious. was all over the place. I couldn't help it. Man. The, the uh, scariest thing about it is just accidentally biting into pumpkin. <laughs> <laughs> so this is like the... But we've been doing this format a lot lately. We probably we need to stop. This is our new thing. This is this is our <laughs> standard competition reality art show. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> we've yeah. done so fucking many of these. This is six. This is teams though, Max. This is different. We, There's teams. I want to propose a ban for the next four episodes on crafting shows. What about just competition shows in general? Like I feel like everything's a competition. That's can, not true. Can we, can we quickly recap? So we did making it. We did nailed it. Nailed it. We did. Uh, we have to glass blowing. I have to blow <laughs> blown, blown away. away. I have to look at the list. But yeah, we've done a lot recently. Yeah. Uh, so like, we definitely need a break. So for the future, who put this on? We're definitely going to take a break. Great. I'm really happy for <laughs> us and our. Well, listeners. I mean, so. A look behind the curtain. We were gonna do a different show, and we were just having technical difficulties, and it wasn't a very happy show. So we just kind of yeah, we we audibled, uh, <laughs> but we might get back to that one. We made it work. Uh, yeah. So Halloween Wars is a typical, almost cooking <laughs> show, but not cooking. It's a I like are, cooking. Yeah, it's cooking. more of a crafting. We got to get into the minutia here, but like, <laughs> cra- it's more of like a crafting show. Yeah. Uh, where it's a standard first challenge where they're given a short amount of time to do a smaller challenge. The winner gets an advantage in the last second challenge. So the first, so uh, the first challenge this week was to take like a scary stuffed animal, make a stuffed animal, make it scary, and then the second challenge was make a nightmare. Somebody trapped in a nightmare. So. And the, I guess the basic gist of this is instead of one person doing it, you have three, it's a group of three, and one does pumpkin, is a pumpkin artist, yep. a cake artist, and a sugar artist. So you have to, I guess, have to incorporate all three because they're there. So like, uh, and uh, you just kind of make art. Like, it's not like, no one's expected to eat any of this. So like... I mean, I don't even know if there's any real reason to go over more of like the standard structure of the show. Nope. You can probably just go over minutia. We can get right to the minutia on this Let's one. Let's get in the minutia. 
<clears throat> so who were the hosts? I have no and idea. The, and the judges on the show. I only know one judge. So we, we, we got to talk with this host. The host is Jonathan Bennett. JB. Now, I, I went to the internet corner. Did anyone recognize Jonathan Bennett? I did. No. Is he an NFL player? He's not an NFL player. He's the brother to Michael Bennett, the NFL player. <laughs> Max, what did, what did you recognize about Mr. Jonathan Bennett? And did uh, you need the internet corner to... to no, talk? I recognize him from the first second of Halloween Wars. <laughs> I have no idea who this guy is. <laughs> right. Max, does the name Aaron Samuels mean anything to you? Because we have seen Jonathan Bennett on something we did for the podcast before. Aaron... Samuels means nothing to me. Okay. So Aaron Samuels is the love interest of one Lindsay Lohan in the movie Mean Girls. Okay. And Jonathan Bennett. Holy shit. Is Aaron Samuels. Wow. Holy shit. Deep cut. Okay. Who's fallen further? (laughs) (laughs) That's a good question. And according to the Internet Corner, Jonathan Bennett guest starred on an episode of Lindsay Lohan's Beach Club. Holy shit. <laughs> so they're still friends. Or or MTV made it happen. Un- unclear. But but Lindsay Lohan does not have a show anymore. Whereas Michael No, no that's has not true. Show. Lindsay also- Lohan is on the Australian version of The Mass Singer. Holy oh. shit. As a, as a judge. Not bad. But what? she also doesn't have a beach club anymore. It's been abandoned. She yeah. definitely doesn't have a beach club anymore. <laughs> Anyways, Speaking right. of Halloween, back to so back yeah, to this guy Aaron Samuels hosted this show, and let Jonathan Bennett is really going for it as the host of this show. He's better than Mister. I don't know anything about glass blowing, Nothingville man. I not, think I think this might be one of the better hosts that we've seen. He's, uh, he's cringy. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that. He's cringy as shit, and I yeah. don't like him. But I do appreciate that he tries. I don't think he tried. He, he's very much playing the cringy, like, Food Network host. Like, he's playing the role. I, I'm not saying he's good, guys. Calm down. Who else? <laughs> I was just saying we've seen a lot of nothing burgers and a lot of people, dis- like, detracting from shows. He's just there. He's fine. And for me, he that might be not right for you guys, but I think he's fine. It, it's true. He's not a nothing burger. He's going for it. Yeah, I think he does okay. Uh, I, I don't know about okay. He doesn't have a whole lot to do either. So I'm not like... We've had some good hosts on this show. No, no. We, I mean, yeah. we, we saw Making It, which has like the right. best hosts we've seen in a long time. But like, right. we've also had some really bad hosts. So like... I think Mr. He's definitely Bennett, not the worst host. Yeah. No, he's a Ryan Seacrest type character wannabe. Like, that's his dream. To get into the Ryan Seacrest realm, and he's just very far behind. I don't think that you're on the show to be Ryan Seacrest. No, but you got to start somewhere. Yeah, this isn't the place to start. Uh, he's, people aren't giving what him offers started besides on Lindsay Mean Lohan. Girls. He started no, on Mean Girls. He didn't start here. You start on like E! News as an intern. Yeah. You can and, report about like the E-list celebrity. And what do you do after that? Then you get bumped up to the Dilo celebrity. At some you, point, then, Halloween <laughs> Wars comes. Then you switch to TMZ, and then you 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 get on the Lindsay Lohan beat. You yeah. work that for a little bit. 
All right. <laughs> so let's go over the judges. There's two people. I could not tell you who the hell they are. <laughs> and then there's Elvira. Elvira. Which might be the worst part about this entire show. Yeah, she kind of sucks. <laughs> tell me more. <laughs> she is awful. She just makes all these terrible jokes. I and love she, spiders in my bed. Ha ha. <laughs> it's so bad. We all looked at each other one time after a joke. We're like, get her off this show. Yeah. I mean, I think if she was the host and we had like just really small bite size of her, it would be better and then get a more qualified judge in. That would be entertaining. You mean, but at least this time she's only in this episode. She's the guest oh, judge. Oh, that's good. So she's not in other episodes. So that's the that's the best case scenario. What if she was the guest judge every episode? And we got our guest judge, <laughs> Elvira. <laughs> that would be that would be funny and torturous. When is the last time you've thought of Elvira? Or Elvira has like been <laughs> never. In anything you're... zero. Definitely not never for me. I remember Elvira from like the nineties. The only yeah. thing I remember Elvira from was Tiny Toon Adventures. I feel like we've seen <laughs> Elvira on a show we've watched before. Am I crazy? Oh, have we? We might have. Was she in uh what was Spooky that House or Scared Halloween? Famous? Was she in Scared <laughs> Famous? I don't oh man think so, but maybe. <laughs> maybe. I, I, I I have thought about Elvira definitely in the last two years. All right. Uh, How old do you think Elvira is? Hello. <laughs> right. I think she's in her 70s. I, I went to the internet corner. I know the answer. Me too. Yeah. I have no idea. I'm going to say she's 72. 68. Whoa. She looks pretty good for 68. Oh, yeah. No, uh, no for mean, 68, she's doing great. Yeah. Uh, Rob, can you tell me who the hell Elvira is and why do people know who she is? Elvira was some kind of like a radio host or host of some movie night or something who just dressed up in this spooky costume and somehow became mistress the, of the night. The late 80s, early 90s version of a meme that everyone knew who Elvira was, even though she's not really in anything. And somehow she's still relevant in 2019 on Halloween Wars. Yeah, I guess I know I she's not in a movie. She's not in like she was in some movie. She's been in like she's in random things, but like those things like as soon as I saw her, I'm like, "Oh, Elvira." And you're like, "What have you seen Elvira?" And I'm like, "I don't know." But I know who <laughs> Elvira is. <laughs> she's definitely in random things, right? Like if you were to put together some kind of like show, TV, commercial, whatever, and you're like, "We want someone who's like a woman in horror and Halloween," like there's not that many people to choose from, right? She has her niche. Yeah, now I mean, I I'm get, wondering. That's why I'm sure I asked. Like, I, because, like, as I said, the only thing I can remember Elvira from is Tiny Toon Adventures because they were making fun of her. Yeah. In Tiny Toon Adventures, but, like, I had no context as a kid who the hell that was. Like, Tiny Toon Adventures era is like peak Elvira. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Although, I got to say, she's at 68. You know, this is. Uh, Peak opportunity for someone to kind of uh, you know, fill in for the yeah. for her sh- in her shoes. Brian, do I you thought you were gonna say reboot. <laughs> no, it's like the <laughs> like you know, bring her back in a movie. The 2020 version of Elvira. I would, Noah, Noah, what if you were the 2020 version of Elvira? That sounds like an amazing life. You I got. I, I gotta say. All right, just just All roll. Right. We just roll to work. We're moving past. This. Yeah. No, I want one quick thing, Brian. What do you think the odds are Elvira's on the Mass Singer this year? Oh, damn it. it 
It now, could that, definitely be now that Elvira is back, is is a thing. I'm like, it, it could happen. Has anybody and, done a Halloween song yet? No, not yet. But like, Halloween's coming uh, up. But there is one character, the Black Widow. The oh, Black Widow. Damn it. <laughs> All right, let's get back to the show. I know we don't really want to talk about it, but let's get back to it. You can't <laughs> tell. All so, right, so we had two judges uh, aside so Elvira. One has actually been like a makeup artist on a decent number of movies, but he was yeah. the funny thing is he was billed as makeup artist slash director. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he's like, that. according to IMDb, he's directed like, Two like director video level like Halloween movies. He's a director, <laughs> but like he's legitimately been the makeup artist on like real movies. Yeah. So it, it's like they could have just been like he's a famous makeup artist. I feel like it would have been more legit than trying to like also say he's a director. But Ma- anyway. maybe he, I mean he probably gets some creative decision in what they say. I mean I'm sure he does. So like he wants to be a director. <laughs> you gotta direct good movies. For that, that that's to prob- happen. That's actually probably how that happened. Uh, what was the other woman? She was a cake artist, I think. Cake yeah, artist. yeah, yeah. She, she was a professional cake artist. She was the only, so she was the only one like actually critiquing the food. Right. She's we're, we're she's the that. most qualified. Like Elvira, zero percent qualified. Makeup artist guy, like twenty percent qualified. This person actually qualified. Hundred <laughs> percent qualified. <laughs> <laughs> so the first challenge here. So they have to make this teddy bear thing, stuffed animal, stuffed animal thing. So we've got, I've got what they were. Somebody made a dog. Yep. Then there were two teddy bears. Then there was a double unicorn. And then there was a giraffe. And then there was an evil unicorn. That's correct. And the teddy bear, the one teddy bear was really good. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. This is the one that won. It had like spinning, it had like a spinning like belly button and like glowing eyes. Lollipop. And it was like really like, it was. They had like sprinkled sugar on it that made it like a good texture and actually made it look like a teddy bear. Meanwhile, like the evil unicorn was just like it looked like a unicorn statue that didn't look like a like a stuffed animal and didn't look necessarily evil. It was just like boring. You made a unicorn. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll give yeah. you that. Like, it wasn't like bad. Like say the what was it the dog. Yeah. Or was it the yeah, I think the dog, the dog. looked yeah. awful. Yeah. But yeah. the unicorn got the worst comment of all. It cut. Oh yeah, I like that it was purple. Good try. <laughs> yeah. Good try. It's from Elvira. <laughs> um so it, something I liked during this challenge is uh somebody to make something look like a stuffed animal, they just replaced the eyes with buttons, which was like a very cheap, very easy, good way to make it look like a stuffed animal. Mm-hmm. It's true. I didn't kind of enjoy the setup of every, these are teams, and every team has a specialist. Specialist. The same specialist of you need a cake artist, you need a sugar candy specialist, and you need a pumpkin carver. Like, yep. pumpkin carver. Dedicated carver. Is like a, a theme you see, and they're like, okay, what are we going to use pumpkins for? What are we going to build out of cake? What are we going to build out of sugar? Like, I kind of thought that was an interesting yeah, yeah. way to kind of like set up the thing. We rarely see something like that, I feel. Right. So on that, I highly doubt there are many trios naturally roaming the oh, world. No. These guys don't know each other. They don't know each other. Especially when one we'll get into in the second challenge. Like there's everything of like it sounds like these people don't know who the hell each other is. Right. They really don't know. So how do you think that matchmaking process goes down? 
they put it in Excel and hit random. <laughs> like, y- Noah, you as a professional sugar artist mm-hmm. apply to Halloween Wars, and when you get in, Halloween Wars pairs you with two randos that you're like, here's your team. That's it. That I, I think that's what it is. I yeah. think it's a producers pick the teams. <laughs> right. <laughs> like It's not like, there's no rocket science here. It would, be better, it would be better if it was Amazing Race style where there actually were like pre-existing teams of these people. But mm-hmm. like there's no, there's not enough roving teams of pumpkin, <laughs> cake, sugar experts going around to, to make this work. Right. So on this note, so we, if you've listened to this show before, any of our baking or cooking shows, my biggest complaint is generally like, what level of artists are these like between like bottom level cookers to like high level cookers? And like from this one, it's like, are these the top pumpkin carvers in the world? Like, are these like top level pumpkin carvers? Cause what other things are pumpkin carvers doing? And like sugar artists, like, are these the best sugar artists? Like, what what level of like talent are we talking about? I will say like they showed some pictures of what people had done previously off the show, and like a lot of this was like, oh, these are not idiots. They kind of know what they're doing. I yeah. Agree. It, it's hard to tell because they give these people like no time to do things, especially if the first challenge was like yeah. an hour or something. Yeah. So it's like, oh, it's some of these things look fantastic for how much time they had, and the like level of talent like. I don't know what other show you're going on, what you're else you're doing to like that you would be making enough money that this doesn't seem like a very reasonable thing for a top pumpkin carver to do in like April. So if you're if you're a pumpkin carver, is that your only thing or are you a carver of many mediums and like in October you go big on pumpkin carver but then in April you're carving something else. I, I mean you can't carve pumpkins all year, so like. Well, that's that's my point. Like, what do you do in the rest of the year when you're a when you're a top notch pumpkin carver? Squashes, squashes. Like, <laughs> you could carve wood, right? Or you just you know, in the how winter, similar is carving wood to carving pumpkin? I feel like there's nothing know. quite like the the flesh of a pumpkin. But it's got to be similar, right? Like, it's more of are you able to like get into the material like yes the, the skin like the the flesh yeah, is softer yeah. right or they just go between the north hemisphere and south hemisphere you know <laughs> <laughs> i feel like it's just a hobby for a lot of people they're just like oh we're pumpkin carving this year around this time and like the rest of the year they're just doing their normal jobs it must be nice to like do halloween in the southern hemisphere and it's just beautiful outside one of the crazy things. <laughs> <laughs> Thank love you for it. moving L- on, L- Brian. Love it, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> One of the craziest things to me is like, so on Fortune Fire, like you'll draw out like your knife like beforehand your design. It didn't seem like there was any planning <laughs> for this, and like these things are huge. And I don't know how they're bringing it together with three people. There definitely seemed to be a planning thing, bef- like, and they just didn't show any of it. Yeah. Well, for, for all yeah. of them, they showed a drawing of the thing. For the second challenge. But it challenge. was unclear. No, both. It was unclear if this drawing was actually something that the contestants made or if the producers, after the fact, were like, let's put up a drawing of what it's going to look like. That was a major knock on this. Like, the drawings they showed were, like, pretty detailed. And they just totally skipped over it. But to 
be able to coordinate uh, and actually plan out like how many pieces of things you need, like no way that's a chance. Yeah. Right. So that has to be a huge component that they totally just they 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 probably taped it and it's like. Man, that's really boring to watch, <laughs> you know, I, and just skipped it. I don't know. Nine seasons, you think you know what you want to like film and not film, what show and not show. That's well, that's true. Yeah. Maybe they just don't f- film it, right? I, just like I, yeah, that was the weirdest thing is like they they show the challenge and they immediately just st- show them start working on something. And these three people need to coordinate. Like, I have like no idea. Like, especially the second challenge, they're like, yeah, we're going to do this. But there's no explanation of like, hey, what I'm going to do? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? What, like, how are we going to get pull this thing together? Who came up with these ideas? And that's something I want to add to that is so the, the winner from the first challenge gets a bonus. And the bonus is everyone gets like an assistant to help them for the second challenge, but the winner gets two assistants. And then we did not see those assistants again, and we have no idea what the assistants are actually doing. It's like, tell me how the assistant's helpful. Like, oh, because mm-hmm. we have two, we're gonna have this person do this, this person do that. Like, that was just such a missed opportunity to let us know what was going on with with this whole t- challenge. Rob, the thing is, is, you're not actually supposed to pay attention to this show. What? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're just supposed to like, oh, that's cool. And then just kind of go back to playing video games on your iPad. I'm pretty mm. sure you're supposed to be browsing Pinterest while watching the show. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what if I'm taking notes for my prepare for my podcast? Minority, but yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hyper minority. <laughs> I think there's only four. Uh, Actually, so one thing I found incredibly impressive were the sugar artists. Oh, yeah. yeah. Those yeah. tongues, man. Up. Yeah, <laughs> all the sugar artists did a really good job. Yeah, um, it <laughs> it's almost like glass blowing. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, pumpkin artists were fifty fifty, and some of the the cake people, who definitely some weak links in these teams for sure. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, mean mainly like in the first challenge, the dog which ends up being the loser of the second challenge too. But they put too much like chocolate in the face so the face just slid down and it just looked awful and they got like some of the most popular comments i'm like really this is the person you're gonna comment this way well the face slid down but it actually it it gave like this creepy look to the dog where it kind of looked like a hunchback of notre dog type (laughs) type type of thing yeah i would agree with that i mean maybe it works given the theme of the show yeah maybe it's just because we knew the face fell like if we just saw it and be like, oh, that that looks kind of good. Mm-hmm. But when, like when we see, oh, that dog's face just fell halfway down, they were like, yeah, that does not look right. Uh, I guess after yeah, this the first challenge, we get to the second challenge here. Uh, so I'll give out what the six things were. There was a a room with a monster under the bed. There was an alien next to a bed. There was a swamp monster scene. There was a giant spider over the bed. There was a little girl with hands <laughs> <laughs> and spirals. <laughs> the spiral. Yep. And there's an alien pod scene. Yep. And then the, I guess, like, we'll get into the special thing that they had to do in a bit. But let's talk about these 
So the theme was like waking up from a nightmare, right? That's yeah. why there's a lot no, of beds. No, being trapped in a nightmare. Trapped, trapped in a nightmare. Thank you. So Nicole. like the bed seems like a theme because it is the theme. Kind of. Right. So, you know, some of these were actually really good. So the, the winner was the monster under the bed team. No. Was it the monster under the no, bed team? No, it was the, uh, the mom who's a monster. And uh, there was also a monster the, under the bed. Yeah. You're, so yeah, you're, you're both you're, right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's why I was confused. Like, yeah, you like, right. I remember the mom thing, and I was like, "Wait, I didn't write down the mom thing." But I'm like, maybe I did. No, no, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Uh, where like the pumpkin was really good. Yeah. And like the faces of the actual people were fantastic. Yeah. The, Whereas the it, demon mom face was was something else. Yeah. Like the proportions were off, and they're like, really, that's the negative thing you're gonna say about this this group. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like they won, yeah. So they definitely deserved it. Then there was like, did they get a prize for winning, or is it just like you won? Great job. On to the next one. Calm, yeah. Calm yourself down. You won. But <laughs> okay. Good yeah, luck next. That's week. what it seemed like, but you know who knows? Yeah, they didn't really say anything. Uh, there was like alien next to a bed, and they was like covered in like alien saliva. Mm-hmm. The like kid mm-hmm. was, and it was meh. I don't the like. Alien looked mad, and the like kid, the like pumpkin face was just off. That that the pumpkin face on the kid and the way the alien looked did not mesh very well. Like, no. I can't explain it, but it definitely looked weird. It was really <laughs> off. Like the alien actually, I thought came out pretty good. Yeah. Um, yeah. but the I didn't realize it was a kid in bed. It looked like an old man who just shit his pants in bed. <laughs> <laughs> It did look not. It did look older than a kid for sure. Uh, so then the swamp monster scene. Uh, so halfway through the competition, the like sugar artist just like leaves. Yeah, was she it? was like sick or something. Yeah, I so mean, the, like, the cake artist is given like a million confessionals that are exactly the same. <laughs> of like, yeah, our sugar artist is not feeling their best. I don't know what's going on. Oh, our sugar artist is not feeling their best. They might not be. <laughs> they're. Not, not working and then it just basically came down to the two of them and this is what really cemented me of these people don't know each other because she wasn't like oh my friend is really sick this person it was like this, this rando fucker, fucker is just like <laughs> she's ruining <laughs> she's screwing like, up our team because she's just not not getting it done she's ruining my chance for fifty thousand dollars or a percentage of fifty thousand dollars unclear yeah it's really twelve thousand dollars it's fifty thousand split three ways with taxes but we don't know that they what just you, said, well, I mean, the people said 50,000. I have to assume it's split between the three of them, but. It's definitely split between the two. Also, but, because the show would want to be like, we're giving out $150,000. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Brian also said after the first confessional, like, hey, how much you want to bet they don't bring up this person sick again? And I was like, yeah, that's just, they're definitely bringing that up again. And then she just leaves. <laughs> yeah, but she got the most FaceTime, the woman doing the confessional. The producers love her. The, the cake artist who had their sugar artist leave was definitely, had a ton of confessionals. So all their confessionals were the same of, so so-and-so got sick and... <laughs> yeah. Uh, but like, their scene turned out really well. At the end, they even did like, 
they had to fill the swamp in with sugar and they did it themselves without the sugar artist. So like, so the thing of like the judges were able to see that the pumpkin guy was pouring the sugar. Yeah. And I wonder if like, if they, if a sugar artist had done it, they'd be like, Oh, the way the sugar's poured is just not getting it done. But they were there for like, I can't believe you were pouring the sugar. <laughs> oh yeah. That's so great. <laughs> I mean, otherwise I think their scene was fine. I think that they were like, they're like, Attention to detail about like actually showing the details of their stuff was a little off. Like, cause they had like the girl looking the wrong way and all the monsters looking at the girl, which is in the scene. So it like, it didn't really work out that well. I think theirs actually wasn't that good, but it was like, are they going to penalize they lost a person or are they going to get, oh, you did it without a person. Good job, guys. Well, there's, yeah, there's two ways to do that. There's like, hey, you know, you're the easy one to kick off because you didn't do that well. Sorry, not sorry that you lost somebody. Or like, oh, you didn't have somebody, so I guess we'll keep you on. Right. I don't think theirs was the worst, though. It def- we have to get into the worst one. I guess we've got to talk about this one now. The, like, wait, 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 wait. We, we get into wait, it or we save it for, for the end? So for that team, episode two, does the sugar artist who gets sick come back to the team? Or they're like, fuck you, you're gone. Plan B. She's hmm. back. I think she's either back or they have a new sugar artist. Or they bring the sugar artist from the team that was fired. Oh. That would be cool. Or yeah. Elvira's down their sugar artist. <laughs> 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 oh. <laughs> All right. Well, let's do the worst one last, I think. Because, you know. Sure. We have the next one I've written down is the giant spider over the bed. That yeah. one was pretty good. That one I thought was the best one. Amazing. It was, that one looked really good. It was technically impressive. It wasn't that creative, and that's okay. Yeah. I mean, like, there was just, they like elevated this spider with like two, there was like a two pumpkin sized spider over this bed, and they like covered this bed with like, uh, like little wisps of sugar that made it look like spider's web. And like the face looked really scared, looking right at the spider. It was it was definitely like what I felt like a real scene was. Right. Whereas like some of the, most of the other ones were like, eh, yeah, whatever. The other ones were a bunch of random elements in the thing. This one felt like a, a cohesive presentation. Yeah, they had like a a very good theme. It all came together. The pumpkin didn't look really out of place or weird and the cake and like all the sh- like everything just worked well together. Yeah. Unlike even the one that won, I feel like not all the pieces fit well together. Right. So uh, that's why I think this one was the best, but this was in the top two. So mm-hmm. <laughs> the top two out of six. So we had to talk about the top two and the bottom two. Uh, and then the other scene was an alien pod scene. Mm. Where they were like literally in outer space with a little girl in like a Dragon Ball Z pod. <laughs> yep. And with an alien over it. And like the alien was just meh, but like the background and like scenery of this alien world was kind of cool. That's what I liked the most out of it. But they had like the pumpkin was made out of a, the pod was made out of a pumpkin. The girl was made out of a pumpkin that mm-hmm. they put inside the pumpkin. So I, I like the ingenuity on that one. Sure. But uh, otherwise, it was it was fine. And they had the coolest thing. They uh, used reverse magnets to have floating crystals. Pretty clever. Yeah. <laughs> the judges kept yelling at them. They're like, why do you spend so much time on details of like rocks and stuff? Yeah. And the judges like, didn't hate, didn't like that. <laughs> it was like, why would you spend it on stuff we can't see? Fucking get up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Stand it's a, up. It's a diorama. Like you can't just like 
people can look at it from different angles. Yeah. Boo the judges. <laughs> Boo. And then the loser of the group here was like this hands and like this girl in bed next to a vortex. And like the real thing was that the the girl looks so bad. So you just bad. looked at it, you just laughed. <laughs> I'm laughing thinking about it. <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> like it is we will probably make it the cover of this pod. Maybe. Right. We'll see. I mean, there's a lot of contenders for the, the cover of the pod. <laughs> uh but like at some point I was telling Brian, like, that's the only one you look at and you just laugh. The other yeah. ones are just like eh, they can be whatever, but this one you laugh at. You can't win a Halloween competition when I laugh at it. Also, there's like some swirl behind her that is really loud and takes your attention away from her. There was also like a unicorn poster like on the wall. It was yeah. like, and the, the like spiral thing was so bad. The vortex did not look that great. No, this, this was awful. Not to mention the face. The real face of this girl was like the worst. The face is what really sells the joke. Like the eyes are different sizes. One was drooping. Like this cake artist at some point had a confessional that they were like, yeah, I'm 18 year olds old. I've been watching the show. So I wanted, I wanted to be on the show and I'm like, came on the show way too early. Not good enough. (laughs) But I got to give that kid credit. 18 years old, putting himself out there and like, yeah, compared to the artist, not so great, but to actually be able to execute a project and the end 18, Major, major kudos. I mean, he screwed up both projects. But it's, it's not... only compared to professionals. Like, he was actually able to execute one and stand something up. That's pretty good. I mean, the only... I feel I feel bad for the pumpkin artist in this scene because the pumpkin artist made these hands that looked awesome. They looked really good. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, it's a team effort, but he got stuck with the worst cake artist. Yeah. So like that's that's unfortunate. Uh and what was that secret ingredient? Uh oh yeah. Ca- chamomile? <laughs> they chamomile? kept saying it weird. <laughs> Chris, tell me more about the chamomile. <laughs> chamomile? Chamomile. <laughs> so along with the six scenes, they had to make an edible treat. Oh yeah. And the secret ingredient for this Wait, treat. You're supposed to eat stuff on the show? <laughs> Was a chamomile. <laughs> it's on the Food Network. You got to eat something. <laughs> it's true. It's just like when it's on history, it has some history in it. So this has to have some. That food. is that has been disproven. <laughs> yeah, like ancient aliens. <laughs> yeah, they're ancient. They're no. <laughs> there was definitely no history on Truck Night in America, which was on the History <laughs> Channel. But for the longest time, there had to be some sort of history on the History Channel. Yes. Channel. Somehow it always connected back <laughs> to the Nazis. Yeah. So. They had to make some... I don't understand whose job it was to make these treats. Was it like the bakers, the like cake people's jobs? Or like, is it just somebody on the team just gets assigned to do it? Like, I feel like the pumpkin carver's out. Right. Between the cake maker and the sugar <laughs> candy <laughs> expert, they come up with the plan of who does what or is it a team effort kind of thing. They say, hey, who's good at this? Who wants to do this? Great. Yeah. Because I think some were more cakey and some were more candy-y. So I think on each team it was slightly different. Yep. I do not understand having chamomile as a taste flavor for a treat. I don't get it. I, no. I don't want that. I it, don't want it. No thanks. It, it match like 
what Max brought up. Like, you drink chamomile tea before going to bed. Helps you go to sleep. They didn't explain on the show, which is a big miss. <laughs> they just said, do something with chamomile. But, like, I think that is the uh, inferred uh, relationship. What Do you think just the audience of Food Network knows what chamomile is? I feel like it, that's probably pretty high part of I can see a lot of people watching the Food Network drinking chamomile tea. <laughs> that's a fair point. <laughs> Got to know your audience, Noah. Yeah. Easily the best part was only one person could really be heard saying chamomile. And it's because <laughs> she said it like chamomile. And they just kept bringing it back. Great, great cuts. Yeah. Nice. It was like the one judge, the the only qualified judge was the one <laughs> actually judging the treats, uh, the chamomile <laughs> treats. Uh, I don't really have anything else to say about the chamomile treats. Um, no. Did it seem like the chamomile treats had any sway on who they picked to win or not, or was it irrelevant? Not at all. I I don't think so. Got it. So like they get to the like last commercial break. And like after we've seen all six scenes, the like the judges go through and say like we see the scenes and they like say the same things again. Mm. It was really weird to me. Does anyone get to that, or is that just me? It's the one point where they were kind of started to get a little repetitive. Like it's we talked about this show just like kind of got into things and didn't explain anything, but like the show is moving pretty good. Like they're not they're not recapping, they're not wasting our time with a bunch mm-hmm. of nonsense. This it show- is worth noting that. Episode one is 22 minutes longer than everything else. Isn't Was it? it? No. I mean, I think I mean, of the other you're show. You're thinking yeah, of the other show. There's another celebrity rehab. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa. We didn't mention Bleep what it the out. other show was. Now we got to edit fine. that out. No, no one's letting us find the curtain. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I, this is one of those classic shows here where they start out with six teams, and at the end, there's going to be two. So, like, six teams, the show is moving. You're not seeing a lot of what people are doing. But when there's two teams, do you how would that show two, work? Or do you think it goes down to a final three? I don't know. The four-episode season. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Welcome it's all to the Halloween, month of October. Brian. Well, uh, actually, 1v1 yeah. is boring. Remember when we watched Scared Famous and it went from like October to like January? And you're like, <laughs> why is the show still on? Well, what they could do... Uh, they could start breaking apart the teams, right? So let's say you get down like to the last two teams, and you're like, "Oh, sugar artists connect, cake artists connect, pumpkin artists connect, battle I off." I don't know. Like, I feel Ooh. like the premise of it is dependent on you having these different elements to create one whole. I don't know if a pumpkin carver doing a challenge against a cake person. I don't know if that actually works. Well, you start doing the battle of the media. I mean, it's. The setup is a lot more difficult, right? To your point. Right. Yeah. Like, you have to construct a challenge where it's equally likely a pumpkin artist or a kick artist could win. I yeah. feel like that that's that, unlikely. Super tough. That would solve my discrepancy with the $50,000, though. Because they would. said that they would, like, they're giving away 50000 mm. but people say they want to win the 50000 But if they're splitting I mean, the 50000 then they're not winning the 50000 It's like, are you the one where they'd want to win the million dollars that's getting split, like, 20 ways? <laughs> <laughs> but that seems like that's still a lot more money than 50000 split three ways. I mean, it is. But, yeah. I'm, they're giving away 50000 Yeah, okay. Yeah, I know. But is it the three people, one person? The three people. I'm pretty yeah. sure. Um. 
Unless you get sick, then maybe you you get gut. <laughs> I don't. I, they need a sugar artist in the next episode. Then Elvira takes your money. Yeah. Oh no. She, we should not be paying her anything. <sighs> they definitely paid her something. Oh yeah. Maybe she's just on the show for publicity. No. Uh, for think, the reboot. I think yeah. she's done. <laughs> is is Elvira coming to Disney Plus? Maybe. Mm. One of those crazy, really dumb movies that they announced could have Elvira <laughs> in it. Uh are we ready for ratings? Any minutiae people they want to bring up? I, I I got I got nothing else for you. I'm sorry, Chris. All right, Rob, give it to me. What do you got? I I'm gonna throw this guy in the middle. I feel like it wasn't I was, you know, it, it moved. I was able to follow it. It didn't, like, totally uh, um, lose my interest, but definitely wasn't wasn't great. So I, I'm going to stick it right in the middle. All right, Max, what do you got? Middle third, bottom of the middle. I would probably be nicer to the show if I hadn't just watched five shows exactly like it. Yeah. All right, Noah, what do you got? Um, I, I want to put it in the middle. I, I just don't think I can. So I'm going to put it... Uh, in, in the, the bottom. Top. What? I'm kidding. <laughs> he said in the top. <laughs> <laughs> so it's going in the bottom, but top of the bottom. Um, I do like the Halloween specialty of it. I think that's fun. But the show is just pretty poorly executed. Um, despite not having recaps, and I love shows that do not have recaps. But I think the host can be improved. The judges can be improved. The people they bring on can be improved. The detail they show in making the things can be improved. Uh, so, yeah. Putting in the bottom, but top of the bottom for potential. All right, Brian, what do you got? Bottom and middle. I got nothing else. Everybody else has said it all. I really struggled where to put this show. It's either bottom or middle. Like, it. it you might have to use James' rating. I might have to. <gasps> It is, it is like entertaining, but it is not my favorite format, and it is not like I can't imagine once you start losing people, this show gets any better. It feels like it would get worse because there's no personalities to really display here. But I guess on this episode alone, I would put it in the middle third. Okay. Uh, question for everyone: Halloween. What's your rating? It's going to be a top third for me, like top of the top. Wait, the holiday, the movie? The holiday, yeah. <laughs> the movie. Like, the like, holiday movie. <laughs> as a Halloween. Halloween reaction. as a holiday. What's your rating? Oh. I mean, it's a holiday you don't get off work. So that, that might bump sure, you the middle. Sure. It is definitely not a top holiday. I'd okay. say middle. Okay. Like, I just got off for... Columbus Indigenous Genocide Day. Sure. And then, you know, that gets in the middle because I got the day uh, off. Uh, Chris, I thought you were going to say uh, Canadian Thanksgiving. What, what happened? Uh, slash Canadian Thanksgiving. Man. Or is it just Thanksgiving 1 and Thanksgiving the sequel's coming up? Yeah. But people wouldn't get it, so. Halloween's definitely a top. I, I don't know what you guys are talking about. It's so much fun. Yeah, like, it is a universally quote-unquote America, um, except the holiday <laughs> to everyone goes out, gets candy, people dress up, especially uh, in college, people wear uh, really interesting costumes. Um, uh, interesting is, is the that, word is you were going to use. Got it. Sure. Hey, you know, like in New York, there's a Halloween parade, which I think is actually the most fun day in New York City. Um, 
Yeah, I actually think that it's like it's not partisan. No one's talking about like the Republicans or the Democrats are trying to kill Halloween. Like everyone agrees on Halloween, uh, I guess, in, except uh, people that don't. But let's not talk about them. <laughs> so everyone loves Halloween. Did Noah really just do everyone loves Halloween except the people that don't? <laughs> I mean, those people barely exist. They they don't listen to podcasts. Noah, Halloween versus Springween. What's what's your verdict? I'm gonna refrain from answering uh, to not upset some of our listeners. I, I thought it was non-political. You could say what you want about <laughs> Halloween. What, what's going on? This wow. isn't about politics. It's about <laughs> relationships. Uh, yeah. I I don't know, dude. You don't get the day off. I think Rob's right. If you don't get the day off, I don't think you can be top third holiday. That's Wait. such an adult thing. <laughs> yeah. In the southern hemisphere, is Springween just Halloween? Correct. Whoa. <laughs> I'm blown. Okay, so question. Like, even at work, like, you're probably going to have a Halloween party, though. That's kind of like having the day off. You're just having fun. I mean, it's better than a normal work day, but it's more fun to just not go to work. I don't know. I mean, yes, like, other holidays, like Christmas, like, I wouldn't be having, like, as much of a party for that, though. Brian, you just love going to work, don't you? No. <laughs> he just had a whole ton of time off, so I don't think he's the right person to like, ask. If you did yoga all day at work, you might like going to work, too. Speaking of <laughs> costumes, Ooh. Rob, give us that update we've been looking for. So uh, we got got a, got a chicken on the, the mass Singer. Oh, yeah. So I'll, I'll try to keep it quick. Just a couple quick updates. So one is this week we were introduced to The Flower. And The Flower is a strong contender. I think the flower is in the mold of of uh, the bee last year, which turned to be Gladys Knight of an uh, older artist who's definitely a real singer. And uh, I don't know if I've talked about this in the show, but there's definitely a code on the mass singer when the judges talk about. I heard a lot of soul in that voice. Oh yeah, yep. they're uh, they're you know there's that that means something. Uh, what so does, what does it mean? mean? You, you know what it means. No, these <laughs> <laughs> are gonna go far. Yeah. So that's the, what that means. The flower, I think, is the the favorite so far. But uh, we'll, we'll but see. But who is the flower? I don't know. I don't know the flowers yet. The one thing I, I don't like about the mass singer, maybe it's getting better, that if it is a recognizable singer, how come their voice is not recognizable? Well, you you only get a little glimpse of it, so you gotta you gotta think it through. Like you you've got to flip, but like by the end, you, you figure it out. So, mm. uh, without spoiling who won the last season. Their voice is normally masked in some way. Haha, <laughs> masked. Uh, good, good job, Max. Okay. So, Wait, but uh, what do you mean? Not but you mentioned Gladys Knight. Yeah. Like Gladys Knight. This person? No, Max, we're just going to spoil it. So the T-Pain. winner. T Pain. Yeah, T Pain yeah. won season one of The Mass Singer. And Max is trying to obliquely refer to T Pain using autotune. You have no idea what T Pain sounds like normally. Right, right. Except for the NPR thing. Right, except for the NPR tiny desk, yeah. yes. But Gladys Knight is a singer. Yes. Right. So, like... That's what I mean, right? Like, Why didn't you recognize yeah. Gladys Knight's voice? I mean, by the end, it was... the Gladys Knight was... All the judges knew it was Gladys Knight by the end. Mm. But did you know? I went with someone else. Emmy knew. Okay. Mm. So, my second thought was, I'm a little disappointed with the mask this year because... They went more for cute kind of masks and not enough for the bizarre post-apocalyptic night nightmare kind of masks. And that's what I want. And the flower is kind of creepy looking. So I'm into the flower for that. But I was like, they're, like then the monster was kind of cute. I feel people are trying to go that route. But like I wanted more like horrific 
uh, mask going on. Like this, this is uh, not what I signed up for. So, are you gonna go as a mask singer for Halloween? Oh, that's an interesting idea. It's tough to get. That's a that's a costume that needs some effort, though. It's not not an easy <laughs> costume to put. Is that a th- you can just be egg, <laughs> egg her? I mean, <laughs> if I get that the joke t- never gets old. If I can get the T Pain monster costume, that'd be pretty. Like, good. is that something you can go online and buy? Is that or the like pe- I'll, I'll 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 check and find out. Or it could be the peacock. That'd be pretty good. Uh, and the third, we've got to talk about the bald eagle. Oh. So the bald eagle was n- a new one. And uh, Bald Eagle is interesting because it definitely didn't sound like a professional singer, though he wasn't terrible. And uh, but like he had a lot of personality with the way, and like he was kind of trying to show up the judges with his body language. They definitely appreciated, but he seemed kind of funny. And his clue package, they talked about that he listened to other people's stories. There was a lot of talk of uh, he might be a talk show host, mm. hmm. but the Bald Eagle lost this week so bald eagle got unmasked Shit. so there was guesses that the bald eagle was howard stern which i was like no way howard stern's going to the mass singer guesses that bald eagle was craig ferguson turned out bald eagle was Dave? dr drew host of celebrity rehab and oh, other various oh, things. Okay. i see yeah, and sorry. apparently Ken Jong has hosted guest hosted Doctor Drew's radio show. So he was all like, "Ken, how come you didn't know it was me?" Ken, the same I, thing <laughs> happened last season too. Yeah, Ken Jong definitely doesn't recognize the people he should recognize. But yeah, it's kind of upsetting on uh, Fox.com, like on the show, the, the website for the show. You can't see all the characters. Like you would think that would be like an easy thing. It's like the bird, the egg, the flower, whatever. Like. Well, there's lots of birds. I'm sure you can find <laughs> other bir- websites. The bird. The yeah, I know, bird. but you think Fox.com is the word. mailed in, right? Like, how come they don't got that shit? The, the pigeon. Shame <laughs> on Fox. So have you met all the people now? We've met all the people now. So I'm curious, are they going to change up the format? Are they going to keep the four-person brackets going and just reseed uh, how people are going? Because there's 12. So you can do the next three episodes could still be four-person brackets kicking out one person. So we'll, we'll see. You'll have to like, keep us in four. Uh, I'll, I'll keep it posted. Uh, Survivor this season still is pretty good. There's been four out of four blind sides. Ooh. Like every, every, they're like, they're not playing this kick out the obvious person anymore. Ooh. Or at least this last episode was definitely like the obvious person didn't know they were the obvious person. So, or didn't think they were the obvious person. So, uh, he was blindsided. But uh, so far, so good. I like the gimmick this year is, is not bad, but not necessarily great either. What is it? Uh, so they have like two survivor uh, celebrities that have one survivor. Uh, is it Chris? <laughs> Our favorite fan. Chris. No. Uh, they like give survivor lessons to like one-on-one to people. Hmm. So like each week, one person from one tribe goes to, and gets like a survivor lesson. Okay. And it's kind of like cool because like the audience member also gets the lesson of like kind of like oh this is important to Survivor so like it's more of like a meta thing than actually changing the game because it doesn't really change the game all that much other than like somebody gets a chance f- to win an idol. So last week or not last week, last time you gave an update which I don't think was last week. There was talk of the person went and met the experts and then came back and was like oh no. Does, does everyone now know the experts are there, or, or is everyone keeping up the charade? So, you know, I did bring that up, and then the second person said the same thing. 
Oh. So I'm like, there's no way both of them, because they came from different tribes, they didn't talk to each other. There's no way that they came up with the same story, so they must be told to, t- to say that. Ah. Uh. It's also kind of interesting because the two survivor idols or cha- like champions or whatever are like watching the like uh, the final the live feed. No, they're not watching the live feed. They're they're watching the the vote off ceremony. So they're like they know like all the drama that's happening. In the, in are the they room. like there and everyone knows they're there? No, or? they're okay. hidden behind. They're hidden in some things. So. They're hidden in some kind of idol. <laughs> I don't know what they're hidden inside of. But that would be good. There's definitely like when you go to this island of the idols, there's this giant like mock up of the two of them. There's like mm. they're like giant like face profiles. Is it oh. made out of pumpkin or cake? I think it's made out of sugar. Oh. It's very tasty. There's a lot of bugs around it at this point. But yeah, I uh you know, I it's still continuing to be I think my favorite reality show so far. I think it's like Nice. Like Queer Eye has fallen off a little bit and Survivor keeps going. Oh, shots at Queer Eye. Man. Yeah, I mean I haven't finished the season of Queer Eye, but but like it isn't they've chosen some very poor people to be their like hmm. makeovers. Man. It's not that guy with the rhythmic margaritas anymore. No. <laughs> like the first season was like wholesome, like people that really needed help. This season's like uh, you know, you're a vet and you need help because you're a vet. And like, he's like mostly okay, mm-hmm. but it's just like, they're like choosing like politically like minded people that are just like, eh, you're just not as interesting as just like regular people. You know what I mean? Right. So anyone else got any other updates? You wanna? Yeah. Uh, Ballers series finale wrapped up. Um, I'm not going to give any spoilers away, but I think it's, Thinking of the show end to end, really well done, and it went out on a high note. Um, really, uh, congrats to everyone who made that show. It's excellent. All our listeners that made that show, you did a really great job. Good job, Rock. <laughs> so is The Rock now going to be in more movies because he doesn't have this TV show to go over? Or because he's not in enough. No, he's making another season of The Hero. Oh, that'd be amazing. There's no way. If he does the hero, we might have to turn this into a we're gonna do every episode of the hero pod. But what about the Titan games? Is he doing another season? That's definitely coming back. (laughs) Is it coming back? For sure. Okay. The Rock does everything. He's everywhere. I heard I I've not watched I haven't watched Ballers in a while. I was listening to a different podcast that said in the latest season of Ballers, The Rock, almost every scene he's in, he's just like in his car on the phone and they're like (laughs) He didn't have time to do this season, so they were just like, yeah, okay, one day I'm going to come. I'll be in my car, and we'll just film a bunch of episodes. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of funny. Uh, Noah, does that, does that align with what you've observed? He's in a car a lot, but not enough where that's, like, funny <laughs> he enough. Need, he needs it, to it's, be it's, more. It's, it's a very clever hot take, you know, but he he's this main star. You know, he's everywhere. Got it. Uh, the Righteous Gemstones also ended, had their season finale this week. Have you been watching that, Noah? I have. I'm not caught up. I'm probably like two or three episodes behind. Okay. I mean, I talked about it last time, so I'm really Yeah, I mean, but the show's great. Uh, I'm excited they're doing it. I'm excited for next season. Uh, anyone else got any updates or we good? We done? All right, well, you can find us on Twitter at Hoop With Us On. You can find us on Facebook.com. You can email us questions and suggestions at Hoop With Us On at gmail.com. And we'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye.